everybody, and welcome to the Space Podcast. This is my very first episode. Um, this is Sarah Madigan, by the way. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing with this whole podcast thing, so I apologize if I forget something <laughs> like general etiquette or podcast etiquette. I don't know if that's an actual word, but anyway. Um, the whole reason I started this podcast was really because I wanted to talk about certain things and verbally process them, um, but I don't really have anyone to verbally process these things with. That sounds really depressing. I promise I have friends, but, like, I just don't know anyone who would want to sit and listen to me talk about random stuff for who knows how long this is going to take but anyway um today i wanted to talk about social skills mainly because this is kind of the whole reason i started my podcast because i have um just an issue being confident in social settings and like i i was homeschooled spoiler alert um so i didn't have a whole lot of I don't want to say human interaction. I totally did. I was very well socialized as a child, (laughs) but, um, I had friends and stuff like that. I was a normal, normal child, but, like, I think I gathered some kind of social anxiety from that because being in new social settings and just speaking to people in general, like, I just, I clamp up, like, I don't know what to do, and, it's just really hard for me to like strike strike up a conversation with someone and I really wish I could do that and I think my opinion on this is that like the trick to striking up a conversation with someone or just being comfortable and being able to talk to someone really just stems from the ability to talk about literally anything or therefore literally nothing (laughs) as we're about to see in this podcast because my main issue is just I don't I don't know what to say like I I don't know my brain just freezes up and like the words just don't come out of my mouth so I feel like practicing talking about whatever's on my mind or whatever I'm thinking about or just talking about random stuff um will help me kind of be able to I don't know, improve my small talk skills? I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, that's mainly the goal for this podcast, and if anyone moderately enjoys listening to that, then that would make me really happy, but obviously it's not my main goal. Yeah, so let's get right into it. So my experience with like social social anxiety and social gatherings in general has just not been great. Um, I don't think I really realized that I had social anxiety until, oh gosh, I don't know, less than a year ago. (laughs) And honestly, being self-aware has helped tremendously. So I think that's mainly the first step, especially if you're well, first let's first things first. Let's talk about I think recognizing social anxiety. And I'm not a psychologist by any means, so take my 
opinion with a grain of salt. So this has just kind of been my personal experience. Um, yeah, I just had a brain fart. This is a perfect example of what of what happens when I try to hold a conversation with someone. I just don't know what to talk about and I don't know what to say. Like I get really shaky and nervous like intense and I can't I'm my mind is racing. I'm so busy worrying about oh what do they what do they think of me? Like are do they are they going to think I'm weird? Like blah 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 like I'm so concerned with what this other person is thinking that I just can't focus on actually engaging in a conversation with someone or, you know, basic manners. Like if I'm nervous and I'm stressed out about a situation, I can come across as like antisocial and rude, which is not my intention at all by any means. Um, I love meeting new people. I love making friends. It's just... It's something that never came naturally to me. And I don't know if that's some kind of um, personality. That's probably due to personality in some form. Because I know people that have, you know, always been really comfortable with talking to people. And just striking up a conversation. So I don't know if it's personality um, or not. Because I've also known people that have been shy and practiced and really put work into being able to strike up a conversation with someone and they're really good at it um they're really confident and comfortable and you know they had it was a process to get there and they had to practice that and work on that so there's probably an aspect of both personality and like personal growth that goes into stuff like that but um yeah I don't remember where I was going with that thought so, I thought I would kind of go through some ideas I had. I didn't do any research into this, but uh, some ideas I had for kind of improving social skills um, and stuff like that. Where my brain always goes in a social setting is like the default is people love to talk about themselves. And people always say that. And I hear that a lot. But the thing is, I hate talking about myself. Like, <laughs> I would much rather hear about someone else and, you know, how their day is going and, you know, what they're going through. I'm, I'm much more of a listener than I am a talker. And there's nothing wrong with that by any means. Um, I'm probably not the only person out there that doesn't like talking about themselves. And I don't know why that is. So if you're one of those people... And you're like me and you don't like talking about yourself just <laughs> give me some reasons like help me help me out here like why do you think that is I honestly have no idea why I struggle to talk about myself um maybe it comes out of a place of insecurity I'm not sure maybe I don't want to seem prideful um which honestly in itself is a form of pride I think <laughs> and I can explain that later but um I, it's not a completely formed thought in my mind. So I think a good default is to ask someone some pretty pretty generic, like personal, okay, not personal, but like questions about them themselves 
that aren't a yes or no question. So instead of saying like, I don't know, what's a yes or no question? Like, like have you lived in this area a long time? You could say, um, you know, where are you from? Or um, what do you do for work? So you have to, um, they're not just saying, yeah, I've, I've lived here for a long time. They say, oh, I'm, I'm originally from blah, 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 and, but I moved here and, you know, fill in the blank. And you can go off of that. The key here, I think, to keep a conversation going is to actually listen to what they say and then, and then create a follow-up question from their answer. So if I were to ask someone where they grew up or where they're from and they say, um, I don't know, Tucson, Arizona, and I'm like, oh, I've, I've never been to Tucson. I've never been to Arizona. Like, what was that like growing up there? And they can, that gives them a window for going back into their childhood and thinking this was my highlight from growing up in Tucson, Arizona. And maybe that will bring up another fact about their childhood. Like, I don't know, their dad took them to the movies every Friday. Or, and maybe you did that with your dad. Or maybe you have something in common with them from their childhood. And it, it establishes this bond, I think. Or this, it's really easy. Or not really easy. But it's easier to find something you have in common with someone. When you're not asking them yes or no questions. So I think that is kind of the default I've been trying to go to. Um, but in the moment, again, like it is so much easier said than done because I have a really hard time thinking of those questions when I'm in a social situation. Um, and I just, I lack the confidence of going up to someone and asking them about them, which I don't know why that is. Um, I'm not a psychologist by any means. But I think you just got to own it and like the question itself doesn't matter as much as I think your attitude or posture or tone of voice. Like, hear me out. This is what I'm trying to say. Like you could ask a really simple question, um, nothing crazy, like have you lived in the area a long time? That's a bad example because that's a... <laughs> Okay, scratch that. That was a yes or no question. Don't ask that. But a variation of that question, like super simple question, nothing, nothing crazy. And I think was it 80%? Uh, no, 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 no. 60% of communication is nonverbal. If I have my facts right, I don't know. You can, you guys can fact check me. I'm probably wrong. But um, like a majority of our communication is nonverbal and it's body language it's you know having eye contact and being friendly and open and i think that is so much more important than having the perfect words to say and that is so like such a relief for me when i think about that because they're not really people aren't gonna say oh she stuttered over this word because she like they're not gonna notice that they're not gonna like point that out and be like oh why do you why did you stutter over that word they're gonna be more focused on that you're making an effort to have a conversation with them and they're gonna be paying more attention to if you're 
um, you know, your body language. Are you open? Are you friendly? Are you making an effort to talk to them? And I think that's so much more important than having the perfect thing to say. And kind of going off of that body language um, conversation, I think even if you're not engaging in conversation with someone, your body language and how you carry yourself is detrimental to how people are going to perceive you. Because it may not feel like it, but people are always watching you and paying attention to what you do and how you act and just the way you carry yourself like people are going to notice those things um and that can be a bad thing and that can be a good thing depending on you know how you carry yourself and stuff like that so i think it's really important that even if you're just walking somewhere or you're in a social setting and you're not necessarily having a conversation with someone to be relaxed and you know seem open and friendly and like just carry yourself with a certain air that looks approachable um and i think that will help you in starting a conversation with someone or someone coming up to you to start a conversation because that's less likely if you seem closed off and um i don't know just it looks like you don't want to be there so and i honestly i did this for a long time unintentionally like it was a subconscious thing in my mind when I didn't feel safe in a situation or like I didn't want anyone to talk to me like I intentionally walked faster and had an RBF like I just I didn't want to talk to anyone I wasn't there to make friends I I I intentionally made myself appear closed off and like made it look like I wasn't friendly and wasn't wanting to talk to anyone which <laughs> I don't know I suppose can be used to your advantage because I I mainly do it when I don't feel safe in a situation like if I'm at a grocery store past 11 o'clock um the grocery stores in my area are not very family friendly um even during the day so if I'm there after dark I want to get in and out of there as quick as possible, especially if I'm by myself. So that's a good example. <laughs> kind of a random, random sidetrack, but that's just kind of what I do. And like, it was very unintentional for a long time. And then I realized, hey, this actually works. And I started trying to adjust my body language to... Um, appear more approachable when I'm in a social setting because I could occasionally have an RBF in a social setting that wasn't intentional and you know that's not making me seem open and approachable and friendly which isn't what we want in this scenario anyway I would say those are the two um, two main things that I would start with when dealing with social anxiety and different social skills, it mainly comes down to 
learning how to just make small talk with someone and be comfortable and also to just be aware of your body language and be aware of the body language of, body language of others too because I've definitely <laughs> this is a quick example for you before I wrap up but um, I think being aware to other people's body language is important too because if you're in a situation this happens to me a lot where I where I'm at work and I, I need to be somewhere ASAP but someone stops to talk to me and I, I love this person like I love talking to these people but I just I don't have time and it's such a hard situation because obviously you want to prioritize people over your task or whatever you're doing in that moment but if I need to be somewhere my body language is going to tell you that and there's been times where people just do not pick up on my body language and they just keep talking and talking and talking and and it you know <laughs> you know what I mean um I feel like I don't need to go into too much more detail for you to kind of understand what I'm saying here but in order to be aware and empathetic to other people, you kind of have to pay attention to how they act and their body language because that's going to tell you if they actually want to talk to you or not. And it might not be a personal thing like what I was saying earlier with I'm, I need to go somewhere. It's not that I don't want to talk to you. I just have a priority right now. Like, let me catch you afterwards. And don't be afraid to communicate that either. Um, I think it would go over a lot more smoothly if you said that rather than just like, sorry, I gotta go. I'll, you know, bye. Instead of saying that, be like, hey, I have to be here in like 30 seconds. I love you so much. Can I talk to you afterwards? Um, just, <laughs> yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. Be aware of other people's body language. Be aware of yours. And just learn how to small talk. And ask interesting questions. And make um, follow-up questions. And make connections with people. Um, on, on little things. So. That's the 20 minute mark. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I don't know if this one's actually going to get published or not. Because it's my first one. But I hope you have a wonderful, uh, wonderful week, and I'll see you next week. The Space Podcast is quite literally a space for me to share whatever nonsense may be on my mind for that week. You can follow us on Instagram at The Space Podcast, or you can visit our website, which is right there in our Instagram bio. Also check out our space magazine, which features some favorite things I talk about, like traveling, architecture, art, cooking, and stuff like that. I feature two magazines per season, and they're perfect for a coffee table book, as the look is as nice as the read. <laughs>